Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. Today is Monday. It is the 22nd of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Iowa Republican lawmakers are considering a bill that would ensure group homes that assist pregnant women can operate in residential neighborhoods. IPR's Katerina Sestarek has more. The bill would bar cities from taking steps to keep maternity group homes out of residential areas. It defines these as homes that provide room and board, support, and education for women who are pregnant or gave birth within the prior two years. Republican Representative Barb Kniff McCullough of Pella says there are some maternity group homes in her area and they're working well. I'm for this bill. I think that we need to be taking care of moms and give opportunities for the moms and the children to have a good, stable life. Um, And this is just the beginning for them. Democratic Representative Amy Nielsen of North Liberty voted against the bill. She says maternity homes would be good for communities, but she thinks it's an issue for city councils to decide, not the state legislature. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has suspended his presidential campaign just six days after finishing a distant second to former President Donald Trump in the Iowa caucuses. A month ago, DeSantis was predicting he'd win in Iowa after visiting all 99 of the state's counties. DeSantis is now supporting Trump for the Republican nomination. Governor Kim Reynolds had endorsed DeSantis ahead of the caucuses and has said she would also support Trump if he becomes the nominee. This wasn't about President Trump. I supported him 16. I wish he would have. I supported him 20. I wish he would have won. But I can tell you without hesitation, whoever our Republican nominee is, I'm going to get behind him because this country is in trouble. Reynolds made her comments Friday on Iowa Press on Iowa PBS. Hundreds of people gathered at Saturday's funeral for the Perry High School principal who put himself in harm's way to save others during a school shooting. Dan Marburger was shot several times on January 4th and died 10 days later. He was eulogized by his wife and one of his five children. Elizabeth Marburger says her husband modeled love and grace every day, and she urged the congregation to see the good in the world. This that we've lived the last couple of weeks has been the rotten. But the good is out there, and every day we have to look for the good. He fought like hell for 10 days, and he gave us 10 days to love on him. He was so tired, just needed a rest. Marburger's family plans to use memorial contributions for a scholarship fund in his name. At least 21 states are considering legislation to block foreign companies and individuals from purchasing farmland. Harvest Public Media's Kate Grumpke reports that includes Iowa. Many of the proposals state lawmakers will consider target countries that are considered foreign adversaries, like China. But Chinese companies own a relatively small amount of U.S. agricultural land, says David Ortega, a food economist at Michigan State University. We're looking at you know countries like Luxembourg, Portugal, Entities from those countries own significantly more land than entities uh, from China. Canadian individuals and companies are actually the largest foreign agricultural landowners, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Much of that is forest land for timber. The University of Northern Iowa's fundraising campaign has reached its $250 million goal more than two years ahead of schedule. The Iowa Capital Dispatch reports the school's foundation is now increasing its goal by another $50 million. 
The additional dollars raised will go to scholarships and student emergency funds, academic programs, and faculty and facilities renovations. The campaign began its quiet phase of fundraising in 2018 and publicly launched in 2022. Donated money is divided among students, faculty and staff, academic programs, and learning spaces. It's here first from IPR News. Support for IPR comes from The Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine, offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about The Healing Room at upstreamfm.com. Late last week, top Republican lawmakers and Governor Kim Reynolds announced changes to her proposed overhaul of the state's area education agencies. They hashed out an amendment behind closed doors while legislators started advancing other bills about health care and local government powers in public subcommittee meetings. IPR state government reporter Katarina Sestarek is here to talk about all that. Hey, Katarina. Good morning, Michael. So first, Governor Reynolds proposed major changes to the state's special education system in her condition of the state address. Why is she already changing that plan? Because she got a lot of feedback from lawmakers, educators, and parents who were concerned that her bill would end certain services for schools and students. Reynolds' original bill would have barred the state's nine area education agencies from providing anything that isn't directly related to special education. So that meant schools would have to find other ways to get support for students and teachers in math, science, and literacy, some mental health services, and more. So what would the newer version do that's different? Reynolds and Republican leaders say this new version would allow the AEAs to keep providing current services as long as the school districts want those services and the Iowa Department of Education approves them. Reynolds says this whole plan is about letting schools choose how to spend special education funds in a way that best serves their students rather than being forced to get services from one place. So is there a guarantee that the AEAs will still be there if schools want to use them? That's not clear right now. Reynolds has said she has no intention of closing AEAs, and it doesn't say that in the bill. But then she said on Iowa PBS on Friday that she thinks Iowa doesn't need nine AEAs, that there's too much bureaucracy. If this bill becomes law and a lot of schools decide to not spend their money on AEA services, then it's likely some of those agencies would close or consolidate. But this bill still hasn't even had a first public hearing, so I think we'll just learn a lot more about the potential consequences in the weeks to come. Okay, moving on to bills that have had public subcommittees. There were a couple last week that would take away local control on some issues. What happened with those? Republican lawmakers advanced a bill that would prevent cities and counties from banning conversion therapy. That's a largely discredited practice that tries to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. Many states have banned it for minors. In Iowa, Davenport and Lynn County have current bans on the practice. Waterloo repealed their ban when they were threatened with a lawsuit by a Christian conservative group. And then GOP lawmakers also advanced a bill to ban cities and counties from having guaranteed income programs. That would end a current pilot program in the Des Moines area that gives some low-income Iowans $500 a month. We've also heard some details about the governor's proposed overhaul of the behavioral health system. What did top health officials tell lawmakers about that? They called it a -a once-in-a-generation opportunity. This plan would merge Iowa's 13 mental health and 19 substance use service regions into seven unified behavioral health districts. State health officials say this would help get rid of redundancies, make better use of taxpayer dollars, and provide a clear way for Iowans to find help. Because as Department of Health and Human Services Director Kelly Garcia said, the need for mental health and substance use disorder services is outpacing what the state can provide, so they feel the need to look at some big changes. So what are you watching at the Capitol this week? 
I'm just going to be watching more bills moving through the first steps, through the first subcommittees. Um, there might be some subcommittees on these bills that would regulate obscene content online for minors. And there might be some movement on bills that the governor proposed. All right. IPR state government reporter Katarina Historic, thanks a lot. Thanks, Michael. This is Iowa Public Radio's Here First. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Michael Leland.